Streeter time, and um, we've had a little bit of problems uh, trying to get it started, and even uh, starting on the first day. But we are here, and uh, I am I'm excited to kind of talk with Debbie uh, on this podcast, her podcast, Streeter Time. Um, <laughs> we're going to be sharing a little bit of uh, who she is with her listening audience, and um, we're just I'm just excited about getting to it. So let's go with the first question, Debbie. Okay, but before you say or do anything, uh, I just need to let my audience know my BFF is yes. from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll you all my exes are in Texas, <laughs> so it's my BFF. Just so, you know, I just want that to be known. Okay, uh, shout out to Belinda. Well, okay, thank you, girl. girl. Thank you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get started. Debbie, will you explain what okay. we're doing? First off, let's well, explain doing- about about uh, what Street of Time is going to be about? Uh, well, that, t- that word time means a lot to me because one, I don't like wasting people's time. So that means what we're going to do is we're going to get on and get off because I know you have other things you could be doing just like I have things I can be doing. So I don't like wasting people's time because I can't give you your time back. I guess we ain't going to take you more. So <laughs> what we're going to do is accept it so pretty much off limits. You know what I'm saying? We're going to grow together. Um, we're going to be able to, uh, in some kind of way, heal together. And whatever you take from this, I'm sure it's going to be something positive. I just want my audience to know that um, a, a lot of what I'm saying could be opinion-based. And let me express the word opinion. That means I can't be wrong. It's my opinion. And then there are things I'm going to say that I can also back up with scripture. Which is true. Yeah. Truth really doesn't need anything to, to validate it because that's what it is. It's true. So let's get started, girl. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Debbie mentioned that we're best friends. We we go all the way back to um, um, Colleen High School. Um, we've had some experiences together. We've had a lot of talks and uh, yeah. shared a lot of things with one another. Uh, but there are some things that will probably never share uh, Quran Karunch. But uh, past <laughs> that, <laughs> past that, um, I tried to get my friend to remember a story that happened. I hope she remembered it. Do you I, I, all I remember is being set up on the locker by one of the football players. Repeat that again. Which I hope he's not listening, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all I remember. I don't know why these football players like to sit there. I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, that's the part I remember. Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what you have to repeat that again. Now, what did you say? That he shut me on top of a locker right before class. Yeah, um, I, he, and I don't know why. He 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 chased us down. <laughs> he chased us, and if he would have caught us, we probably would have been beat up that day. <laughs> Uh, it's a long story. We're not going to go into it right now, but we, I just thought it would be funny to um, kind of bring back. Um, I, I don't know why that memory comes to me, but, but it was one of the memories we had. Um, if you could go back in time and speak to your 16 year old self, oh. what advice would you say to yourself? Um, oh, wow. 16 years old. Um, 
16 year old, I, I have to say, I was proud of myself because I was, I had a lot of willpower, like I have now. I was just one of those teenagers, like, you know, if I didn't want to do it, I wasn't doing it. I mean, you know, like, if you want to smoke weed, and the only way I want, you know, you want me to be your friend, or whatever the case may be, you to smoke weed. Well, guess what? I guess I wasn't your friend. And I, I'm pretty much like that now. Um, so I can honestly say that. Um, I'm proud of who I was when I was 16 years old. I mean, granted, I still have my little 16-year-old hang-ups as far as, you know, I like somebody who didn't like me, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, I I enjoyed my life. I mean, I was an Army brat. We traveled a lot, so that gave me the opportunity to um, be diverse, which I so love because you know I love diversity. You know I love everybody. Not that everybody loves me, but I love everybody. I don't care, uh, care of color, skin, uh, hair, short, blind, green eyes. Gray, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? I love everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and I've always been like that. That's cool. And, That's cool. You know, I, even at my 16 year old self. Yeah, you were you were um, a go getter even back then. You stood on a lot of principle, so I do remember that. You all used to always talk about me and my crazy friends. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you were um, you you did stand on principle. Um, I remember when you found out about your beautiful daughter. Oh my is, god! Yeah, who is now grown. Yes, my beautiful daughter. She's right out of Vogue magazine. I, I I always say she should be a model. But um, you were very bewildered, young, and determined to be the best mom you could ever be. What can you share about that time? And what advice would you tell new moms expecting today? Well, you know what? What I mean, you know, I, I mean, I end up, I want to change it. Let's put it like that. And uh, as adults, you don't know what that is. And I think what what I learned out of that was I didn't have people that doubted me. Like when I got pregnant and I was a single parent, I didn't have nobody shaking up finger in my face going, Oh, you shouldn't have did that. I had a lot of support. And I think that makes a difference for moms that are out there now that have had children without you know what I'm saying, without being married. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we all make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's what made me strong. But what I did do was when I determined that I laid in place, as my uncle would say, I knew that it was my responsibility to take care of my daughter. And I did it. Uh all legally. You know what I'm saying? Two jobs and all. I was determined to take care of my child and I did just that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, I don't not anyone that's out there that had a child out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? I got two children out of wedlock. I'm just saying that because of that support system that was there and not shaking a finger at me or whatever the case may be, but they were there to support me. You know what I'm saying? They they still had my back. And it didn't make me less of a woman. You know what I'm saying? So So that's what I can say. Just stand strong and and be the mother that God called you to be. You know what I'm saying? Because no child is a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how they may got there, have gotten there, because he knew you before you know, you, you were born, yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I just say, handle your business. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just handle your business. And be that mom you know you can be. Yeah. That's all. That's good. Well, tell us a little bit about the loves of your life, starting with Shanae. Oh, Shanae is the love of my life. I don't know if that's because she's my only child. 
Okay, so you mentioned Mr. Streeter, so you've been married for um, how many years? Oh, girl, I got a calculator. Uh, 22? Oh, I never get it right. 22 years? Yes. Going on 23 this year? Okay. That's right. Tell us how you met him, and what is the secret to longevity in your marriage? Because it's, it's, it's funny that you say that because uh, I, w- I just listened to something uh, today where uh, a gentleman was talking to a lady and he was saying, um, 
they were talking about God and, and how she felt that, you know, she was doing all the things that was, you know, she should do for God, um, in her relationship. And she says, but I'm not speaking to my husband right now. And he says, well, since you said that, he said, all the things that we won't accept in the relationship, we don't accept a lie. We don't accept, um, not speaking to one another. We don't accept, uh, abuse of any kind. We don't accept being cursed at and all of those things that we don't accept, we do to God. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was good. So what you just said a few minutes about communication is the key. That is the key. 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 Mm-hmm. We self-divide. I mean, I, I've known couples that have lived in, um, have had divorces and, or got to the point where they were going to get a divorce and the spouse would say this and the other spouse would say this and then they're looking at each other like, that's it? Yeah, yeah that, that was it. All, you mean all we had to do was talk about this? And yeah. we can still live the rest of our lives? You know what I'm saying? So, happily ever after, but yes, communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah. That big C. It's a serious, serious, serious letter in the alphabet. <laughs> so. Well, speaking yes. of, um, you know, marriage, let's, let's go to uh, before the pandemic 2020, the divorce rate in the U.S. was... 39%, which is considered an all-time low. But we are seeing a spike in breakups and divorces as per the little project BBC by Maddie Savage, written December 2020. Um, Debbie, what do you think contribute to this issue? Oh, you mean as, you mean as far as the, 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 the divorce rate and uh-huh. separation? Mm-hmm. Easy. I mean, that's that's pretty easy that's because obviously they wasn't doing what they were supposed to do before COVID you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah now that you're you know what I'm saying what you have to do is when you're married you have to purposely do things purposely spend time with your spouse purposely yeah. talk to your spouse purposely tell your spouse you love them and don't take them for granted yeah. you have to do things purposely you know what I'm saying and not take each other for granted you, you just cannot take each other for granted because you don't know if you're going to be alive the next day because I've had two of my girlfriends that have lost their husbands. They came home from work and they were dead. Mm. You can't take people for granted. You need to celebrate them while they are alive. Like I tell my husband all the time, celebrate me while I'm here because I can't do that while I'm in the grave. I can't thank you. Right. Or, right. I, know, I love you. No, you know what I'm saying? Give it to me while I can see it. And I can enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not surprised in this fight because it's like people don't know each other. They don't purposely try to spend time with one another. And then you get to this pandemic where you're forced to find out who your spouse is. When you should have known them, or should I say, should I say, get to know them from the time you dated up until the time that you're married. You get to know each other. But sometimes we put our kids first, which is not supposed to be number one people um but our spouses and so i'm not surprised at the the divorce rate or the separation i'm not because they don't they don't know each other mm-hmm. and it's, like i said it's like you're forced to spend time with someone you supposedly love so well, and you also mentioned that. that god has to be in the center of it so oh absolutely yeah absolutely 
she definitely has to be number one. She has to be. Because I'm going to tell you, when you put God first, there are things that he will reveal to you about your spouse. Makes life a whole lot easier, people, I'm telling you. A whole lot easier. Okay, well, let's let's go to uh, a simpler question. Something that you do every day is not a simple job, but it's a simple question. Uh, talk to us about your profession. What do you do um, for a living? What job? I love my job too. Um, working with people. Um, I don't even know how to say what I do. I mean, because the the position that I do have, I mean, it's a bail position. But what I mainly do is I monitor substance abuse and mental health clients to make sure, you know, they stay in compliance, long story short. And um, it's sad because I see a lot of people uh, with an addiction that they try so hard to break. And the reason why I love it is because I'm that one that I get to encourage them that they can do better and that they're a lot bigger than whoever their enemies say that they're not or they can't do this or you know it's almost like somebody's waiting to see them fail and I let them know that as cliche as it may sound but I'm here to help them I'm not here to judge them because the only difference between them and me is they got caught I did so I, I love what I did that's good but, Debbie that's good what you just mentioned thank you <laughs> <laughs> well what is the hardest part of your job um, it's when I see, um, I think probably like two months ago, um, I had like two, two of my clients that overdosed. One was like in his late fifties and the other one was in her early twenties. So that's the hardest part is when you actually lose mm. someone that you have actually kind of sort of had a record with them because you had the chase for so long, making sure they go from this program to that program to, you know what I'm saying, to actually being free of whatever their addiction may have been. Mm-hmm. So. so I can imagine that the best part of your job is seeing them successful? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I do have a lot of success stories. I really do. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think they outweigh, thank God, they outweigh the ones um, that have, you know, have um, OGs or stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, I love what I do because I love people. Yeah, I, yeah. Love people. I, I can do. see that it that is a people job that you do. Mm-hmm. I love people. I really do. And I, I, I and I get it. I'm not that naive to think just because I love people that everybody loves me. So I'm not that naive to believe that. I know I got haters out there, but that's okay. But look, Jesus said the same thing they did to you to me. They gonna do to you. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So who am I compared to him, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, that's but after streeter time, everybody's going to love Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk but about you know your beliefs. Time. Huh? You know, the, you know the streeter time, my time, and then there's a the streeter time. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, let's quickly move along. Tell tell me tell me about your beliefs. This is one of the reasons we I decided to do the podcast. You were very direct about what you believe, and a lot of your decisions are based on principles that you believe. So well, you know what? I believe that first of all, I love the Lord, and I really don't care who knows that because one, 
I remember a scripture that says, um, if you are ashamed of me, guess what? I'm going to be ashamed of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to be ashamed of me. I want him to be able to say, that's, that's my child right there. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever been in a position where you have been with a spouse or a boyfriend or a, a child or whomever, and you're out in public, and it's almost like you've been ignored or they ignored you or acted so they're not with you. That's, that's hurtful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really hurtful. And, and I think about that, and I'm like, so God, guess what? I don't want you, I'm not going to be ashamed of you because you said if I am ashamed of you, then you won't be ashamed of me. And I want him to be proud of who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. And I'm not perfect. Um, I'm trying to walk this walk just like anybody else. Um, personally, I try not to use the word Christian because it's used so loosely nowadays that it's almost like when you say it, anybody can be one. Yeah. So <laughs> I call myself just, you know, pretty much having a relationship with God or like the Bible says, uh, a child of the king or something like that. But, uh, you know, they just use Christians so loosely. I mean, you know, one minute you're on Facebook saying, you know, can you pray for me? And then like two days later, you're saying, F that chick, she shooting me. I'm like, oh my, <laughs> okay, what y'all gonna do? So that's why I just try to, you know, eliminate that, that Christian thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how yeah. do you think your um, beliefs is going to impact the podcast? You know what? Just the simple fact of me just having a relationship with Christ. And I know the majority of people that know me know I like to keep it real. And they know that I love them. And they know that I don't judge them. And they know I love to laugh and have fun and all that kind of good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to be able to draw people in to be themselves. But at the same time, let them realize that because I love God, this means I have to be dry and boring. Mm-hmm. You like <laughs> so, to have fun, too. Yeah, that, that's all. I just want them to be able to see the relationship that I have with uh, Christ who died for not just me, but for everybody. And that if he had to do it again, he would, in spite of all my issues that I have or have had. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's all. It's just simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not trying to preach to nobody, not like that. I just want to be able to get on here, have fun, you know what I'm saying? Help people, um, help people heal, you know what I'm saying? You know, if they're going through something, whatever, be that thing. You know what I'm saying? Let them know I have their back, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to help. Well, just one other question. Um, uh, on the Facebook, we had, I asked anybody if they wanted to ask any questions of you and uh, Angela Jeter, or is it Jeter? Jeter. Okay. She, she um, had a question. Uh, hers was, how are you thriving and surviving during the COVID times? What, when, how? Uh, oh, she says, spill the tea. She, she tried to be slick, didn't she? <laughs> that question. Okay, so I'm surviving and thriving. Um, you know what? I don't know. I haven't been afraid since day one. And um, I think that just has a lot of confidence in, in my belief, you know what I'm saying, on who I believe in. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I just believe that God said that he would protect me. But at the same time, I need to be wise and do what is told to be done from authority, which means you still need to wear your mask and you still need to do your six feet or whatever the case may be. So at the same time, you, you have to use wisdom. Well, she just she just wanted to know the when, what, and how. So you are surviving by taking the test five times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just... <laughs> she is COVID free. Are you I'm taking the vaccine? That, but, you know, you Have you taken it yet? Or are you planning to? Are you taking it? Are you planning to? No, I don't plan on to. I really don't. Uh-huh. I don't. I get my mother called me the other day. And at first she said, I just called to tell you, don't take that vaccine. Don't you? I was like, okay, mom. I didn't plan on it. But thank you for looking out for your daughter. So... Debbie, um, this is exciting. Uh, you're preparing to talk uh, to some of your listeners and um, who have expressed uh, being a part of Street of Time. We are so excited about that. Um, you're going to be talking about blended families, 50-something, the church generation, um, and much, much more. Um, you also have a special guest that's going to be on from our, our Mental Health Minute. So um, if you are uh, a Debbie Streeter fan, please stay tuned. I want to thank everyone for joining Streeter Time. We also want to hear from you. So if you have any questions about being on the podcast or you want uh, questions to be a part of the podcast, leave a message on the Facebook page, Streeter Time, or email womantowomanrealtalk.com. We will get back to you as soon as we can. Make sure you leave your name, your info, uh, that we can reach you. And again, thank you uh, to all the listeners uh, for Streeter Time. Share, like, and be a part of searching our hearts and souls and minds.
Okay, so I want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. I really do. I do know I do. Um, I just want to let you know I have three times. So Stringer time, my time, and Mr. Stringer time. So you can get your time with Thank you guys for joining in. Have a great night. Thank you.